Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks post-game podcast. The Hawks beat the Tampa Bay Lightning 5-3 in Tampa. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Tirabasi. Yep, there is one Chicago team that is not embarrassing you tonight. Yeah. And it is your Chicago Blackhawks. There is a ton to get to, so thanks for being with us. Make sure you smash that like button for us. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. Same deal with podcast apps. Follow Subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Wow, a lot to get to. Wonderful. Uh, let's start with the bad and get it out of the way. The Hawks lost three players in this game. Yeah, that's tough. Late in the third period, Taylor Hall clearly struggling to get off the ice with a leg injury. Earlier in the game, Andreas Athanasiu and Jared Tenorti left the game. We will obviously be keeping our eye on Twitter for the reporters that are in Tampa for the latest on those guys. But aside from that, it is all positive. A four-point night, two goals and two assists for Connor Bedard. Mm-hmm. And why don't we start there? Surely the best game he's had as a pro. Yeah, uh, most productive game. Um, he was he was everywhere. I mean, that, that first period was a little bit of everything that, that we had been talking about leading up to this week and, and – team has been talking about and we talked about in the, in the pregame too is you know having that that shooter's mentality he, having that instinct to try and just get the puck on net and make something happen and with with Bedard he was there right at the net front for the first goal where Kurashev takes the puck out of the corner and instead of kind of exactly <laughs> it's funny how it works out these coaches know what they're talking about kind of exactly like Richardson was explaining this week about you know Reichel had a play where he took the puck and his momentum kind of carried him out of out of position instead of cutting back into the play. That's what Kershaw did. He gets the puck in the corner, cuts back into the play, has a lane to the net, and is able to get the puck towards uh, the net. Bedard's there for the rebound on, on the doorstep, and that's the first Blackhawks goal of the night. Uh, the Bedard and, and Felino connect yeah. on, a, on a beautiful two-on-one. Um, you know, even Korchinski's goal too was just he wasn't shoot he wasn't shooting that puck to score. He was shooting it just to get it on net and see some see what happens. It deflects in, so you love to see that mentality come to fruition and and it pay off for the guys. Bedard was everywhere tonight. Um, ESPN stats and info had the stat: youngest Blackhawks player ever to record uh, a multi point game and or a multi goal game. 
and he is the third youngest NHL player ever to record a multi-point game. So pretty good. Pretty good night for him. Yep. Yep, it was. Uh, that first goal was just – we had literally just talked about this sort of situation yesterday. Yes, yesterday, uh, where <laughs> it was like the younger guys kind of have to – we're not asking Connor Bedard to be – nut front presence guy and greasy goal guy, but there are times in a game Sometimes it where works. you have to do that and you have to realize those situations, and that's exactly what he did on that first goal. It was like, holy crap, I might know what I'm talking about every once in a while. Thanks for making me look smart, Connor Bedard. Uh, <laughs> but that was a great play by Philip Kershev, who had a couple of really good plays. He had a great game. Fantastic game from Philip Kershev. Uh, he made a great play... Uh, in the second period, it almost got Bedard at the hat trick. Yeah. Stole the puck behind the net and just saw him coming and threaded a pass through a defenseman right in front of the net. Um, man, such a fun game. Yes. I mean, it sucks that, you know, the Taylor Hall injury at the end of the game didn't look good. Obviously, no, we'll, we'll wait to he hear. Did not catch a break. But, you know, Anthony CU hurt, Tenorti hurt. So you, you played most of, the, you played two full periods with five defensemen. And, uh, and down of and forward. eleven forwards. Yeah. So and and you you took it to still one of the best teams in the league, even without their their all star goalie on their home ice. And for most much of that first period, I thought they were going to get run out of the building. Yeah, it felt that they way early. Domi- for sure. they, they were getting murdered in their own end. Yeah. Every shift for the Lightning for the first. 16 minutes of that game felt like a power play. Yeah. It was like a minute of zone time per shift. And then all of a sudden, they get the Bedard goal. Then they get, you know, the Korchinski goal. And then right after that, Tyler Johnson is scoring. And then they just – they didn't let Tampa get in back in the game. They did not. You're (laughs) right. And, hey, reminder, if you're just joining us, to smash that like button for us and be sure you're subscribed to our YouTube page. All right, we're going to give you, as we do every night, the opportunity – to vote for the fourth star of the game. The three stars of the game, no real surprises here. Connor Bedard was the number one star. Two goals, two assists, four points. Peter Mrazek, 302 goals against, 909 save percentage. The important thing is he stopped 30 of 33 lightning shots, many of them of the high danger variety. I'm going to update uh, natural stat trick here and see just how many high danger chances the lightning had. 12. That's a lot. 12 at 5 on 5. 12 at 5 on 5. Exactly right. And I then think, Nick, I think 11 of those were in the first period. Yeah, it <laughs> felt like it. And then Nick Felino with three assists, including two beautiful sauce passes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had a fantastic, fantastic game. So here are your candidates for four-star. Vote for him in the chat. Uh, Kevin Korchinski scored his first NHL goal, was a plus two, had one shot. That means that's 100% shooting. That's good. Uh, and two shot blocks. Seth Jones. 31-46 of ice time. He played over half the game. A shot uh, and six shot, three shot attempts and six blocks. Six block shots. Yeah. He probably would have played more, but he took a penalty. He was out the ice for two <laughs> Yeah, he would have been out there yeah, for right. two more minutes. And Philip Kurashev with a pair of assists, plus two. The production is starting to show up for Kurashev. Set up a dart beautifully on that first goal kind of weaving into the front, takes it from behind the net. And that's the Bedard effect, too. 
is all the lightning I worried about where 98 is. So Kurashev gets a ton of room to really just walk from the corner to the front of the net and put a puck right in the tape for Bedard. He's not going to miss that that in close. Uh, it's really nice to see. We've seen it over the last few years with Kurashev where you know you see the hustle and you see the potential, but the at the end of the year, the points just aren't there. He had a three-point night the other night. He had a two-point night tonight. Mm-hmm. He's off to a really good start since coming back from injury. Yeah, matching him up with 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 Bedard and Felino, that seems to be working really well. Yeah, and you want to see that for Kershev. He's he's this player who has a lot of versatility to him. Um, has played up and down the, the lineup in, in the time that he's been in the NHL, um, and now finally seems to like seem like he's getting into that spot where it's just like okay. Can he carve out a set spot in the lineup where it's just like, nope, that's where he's going to play. You're not moving him. You're not moving him around the lineup. Um, and you know, maybe working with with him and Bedard uh, is is going to be the the pairing for for both of them that gets him going because the 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 two two or three games that they've been together, um, that that trio along with Felino has been working really, really well. And we don't know what's going to happen with Taylor Hall. Um, we'll see what the extent of uh, what knocked him out of the game tonight is. Um, but if he's not an option, then, you know, it seems like Bedard and, and Kurashev are, are probably going to be locked together for uh, for the time being here. So great game from him. Very, very happy, just even just personally for him because, you know, he's he's had ups and downs, injuries and, um, you know, inconsistent play and stuff. But to, to get some consistency to his game, consistency in the lineup, like that's a great thing to see. Yeah, Kershaw is like he's that guy that like morphs into whatever line you put him on. Yeah, when you put him down the lineup, he plays like a down the lineup player. Swiss yeah. Army knife, if you will. If you well, will, the, yeah, I, I get the pun. Yes, because he's Swiss. <laughs> I, you see, I, I've, I've used that before, um, but it's more like a <laughs> more like a. For those listening on the audio only, that was Jay taking a... Toasting myself with a goose island. Slurp. Uh, 3-1-2 slurp. uh, It's more like a chameleon. Like, like when he... I know this is going to sound strange, but, like, when he plays with better players, he plays better. Weird. Weird how that works, but it's like he never... He's not a guy that's ever going to transcend the line and make everybody around him better, but he is a guy that will elevate his game to play the with the level of competition he's up there with. Yeah. Um to keep him where he is right now. He's it's working. this has been the best stretch of his career. Uh he's got some creativity offensively and he's really good defensively. Very yeah. underrated defensively. Uh he's he's morphing into a really nice uh complete player. You know, I'm I'm not ready to you know, put him in the Hall of Fame just yet, but <laughs> not yet. He's uh, he's living up to that new contract he got. You know, the little bridge deal, but he's already, you know, he's he's making his case to be like, hey, I want to be one of these core guys. Yeah, and and you know that that contract comes with a lot of pressure for him, and then starting the season hurt. He's behind the eight ball, both like performance wise and just literally like catching up to game speed and game endurance. And he comes out and he's been terrific. And I think his response to the opportunity and his response to the challenge, that's significant too, because there's another guy in this team and we have all week to talk about him. 
Lucas Reichel, who has gotten the opportunity and has not taken advantage of it. Still was just one point, had a couple moments in this game, but mostly not noticeable. Mm-hmm. Like, Kuroshev is the guy right now who, when you're, like, looking at the future, is like, that's the guy who might be, for for the guys that are on the roster now, of course. I know yeah. there's more guys coming, but that might be the, the, the second forward. I'm getting more excited about Kuroshev's future the more I see him play this season than I am Reichel. And I'm not writing him off, Reichel, but it is starting to get pretty concerning that his production has been non-existent. His his impact in the game offensively, which is what made him, you know, the 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 fir- the mid first round pick that he was, uh, hasn't been there, and I. I don't want to see him turn into Marcus Kruger because I don't think that's the player he is. No, but that's that's kind of that's the the vibe I've been getting from from how he's been playing is that it's it's like yeah the the defensive responsibilities that he's picked up that's fine, but this is not the the Lucas Reichel that we saw in the short amount of time that he played in the NHL the last two seasons with, and it's certainly not the guy we saw. With the Ice Hogs, well, like it's 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 a it's a very different player, and I Mark, don't think it's his best version of him. Sorry, Marcus player. Kruger is not gonna allow uh, <laughs> with Reichel on the ice at five on five, nine nineteen of ice time, three shot attempts for seventeen against. Yeah, that's not good. He was one of those lines that was getting hemmed in early in the game. Um, yeah, you know what Lucas Reichel needs? He needs Phil Kershaw on his line. <laughs> yeah. It's when he's looked his best. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's I'm not, I'm that only true. being a half smart ass with that. No, really. I mean, <laughs> I, that's a, I dead that ass true. thought you were going to know a read there. No. I thought you were going to say Shady Ray. <laughs> he needs Shady Ray. Yeah, Ram yeah, power. Exactly. No, I mean, yeah, when, you know, through through the end of last season and uh, and through training camp, it was Reichel, Athanasio, and Kershaw were, were together. And we've, other than, we haven't seen that in the regular season at all, right? We only mm-hmm. saw that in a few games in the preseason. Yeah. Um, and now, you know, who knows what's uh, what's going on, what's going to happen with Athanasiu. Um, you know, him and Reichel have been kind of t- have been together a little bit. Uh, I think Athanasiu and Kershev play together for a little bit. Like, it's just, you know, with, with injuries and, and, and whatnot, the lineups have just been jumbled. But now you got Bedard and Kershev clicking. I don't see that happening anytime soon. Adam says in the chat, Taser was a streaky too. Reichel will be fine. Lucas Reichel had one shot on goal, no other shot attempts, uh, no hits, one takeaway, and he was one for six on faceoffs. He is an absolute non-factor. He is a non-factor. Yeah, it's not streaky. It's not about points. If he was getting three, four shots a game and making an impact offensively and looking dangerous and just not converting, that's one thing. Yeah. He is a complete non-factor. Yeah. And I, I'm stunned by this. Like, you picked... Reichel to be the team's leading scorer before right. we knew the Hawks were going to get counter Bedard, but still like that was, if not for Bedard, that would have been the assumption coming into this year mm-hmm. was that Reichel would be the top scorer and see what else other guys can do. His only point this year is a secondary assist. Yeah. I, I, I thought but coming into this season, I thought there was a, a very good chance that he was going to be over a half point per game guy, 50 point guy around that range. This version of him, well, not gonna, at all. It's going to get very hot for that to happen yeah, at this point. Yeah, right. I mean, we'll see what happens when uh, Luke Richardson is going to have to mix up some of these lines here for Sunday. 
Um, you know, I, I, I think it's pretty uh, – I don't think we're going to see Taylor Hall on Sunday again. We don't have official word. It just didn't look good. I don't know what happened to Anthony CU. I, did, there yeah, was, I didn't see I that. Didn't there see wasn't the a specific play, but if you if you just go on the assumption that neither of them are playing, you got to call somebody up from Rockford because yeah, you do have two extra forwards on on the trip. But if you're going to replace Taylor Hall and and Anthony CU with Boris Kachuk and Reese Johnson, yikes. Like, yeah, that's that's, that's not, not uh, that's not for, that's not one for one. You're gonna need Connor Bernard to have a, a thirteen point game to have a shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, seriously. So you're gonna have to call somebody up. So maybe you call up a Cole Gutman. I like you're, Gutman. You're missing a center. You know, Anthony C was playing center, so bring up Gutman. Maybe get that game. New Joey know, Anderson. You know, somebody that's got yeah. some offensive side uh, upside to him. Um, Someone else's mom gets to join the trip. There you go. Yes. That's right. <laughs> they got to ship the mom oh, in. Is that too. right? If they don't play, they, you, 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 are you sending Mrs. Hall and Mrs. Yeah, Hall? You get the hell out of here. Get out of here. Get off the trip. You're gone. Where's Norty's mom? Get, beat it, lady. Uh, we got to make room for Isaac Phillips' mom. Um, yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I want that on every shift. I want I want to, in behind the scenes of telling Taylor Mo- Hall's Just mom. Just Luke calls the moms in the office like, look, uh, we don't have the budget for an, another hotel room, so you guys are going to have to go. We need, uh, we need a little bit more from you, so we're going to send you back to uh, Rockford and uh, see. Uh, that'd be funny. You know, but you, you'll be back, and when you're back, you know, you'll be able to get right in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if you bring Gutman up, maybe you, you put Gutman with Reichel, and maybe that does a little something, or I'm maybe, down. or maybe just you know, if you if you if you lose Hall and you lose Athanasiu for Sunday, you lose that balance we were talking about in the pregame show. We're talking about the balance of the lines. You lose yeah. it, so screw it. Kurashev, Bedard, Reichel, do it. Yeah, why not? Do it. Why not? Yeah. Do it for for against the Panthers. Load up. Have one line. And then you put Felino with happens. Gutman and Johnson. Or you, you got to figure. You got to get Reichel going. You put the the former bolt line back together. Gutman in between Radish and Johnson. Mm-hmm. You can have Felino, Perry, and Dickinson back together. Yeah, they were effective. And then your fourth line can be, you know, your Entwistle, Johnson, and Donato Kachuk or Donato, whoever. Yeah, but do it. Put put yeah, Reichel see, see with, what with Kershev and Bedard, yeah. because at this, as you're saying. It's not j- that he's not getting points. You could deal with no points if he was having five or six shot attempts a night, just mm-hmm. being snake bitten or hitting a post or having shots blocked or setting up other guys. N- nothing's there. No. It's a non-factor. Barely noticeable. Get him up. You have to get him going soon. Yes. Because the longer you keep him at this, you're doing more damage to his confidence Get, get him going. Let's do it. Yeah. Put him on the top line Sunday. Our friend uh, from the Hockey Barn is in here. If you go into a Hawks game, make sure you check out the Hockey Barn on Ogden right between uh, Adams and Monroe there. Awesome stuff. Good poutine. Yes. Hell yeah. Delicious. And we got some quotes here. This is Connor Bedard on the postgame show. Asked about his 4.2 goal game. Quote, all of those were other guys creating stuff, and I was the beneficiary. <laughs> <laughs> Asked about the team's impressive win. First of all, we're hoping Tenorti, Athanasiu, and Hall are all okay. Dude's a master, man. He he is uh he is the ultimate team guy. Here's what Mark Lazarus just tweeted 40 seconds ago. No official updates on Tenorti, Athanasiu, and Hall, but Hall was ambulatory after the game. Richardson suggested it looked worse on the ice than it did after the game. 
Athanasius seems to be walking fine too. Does that mean he went in an ambulance? No, see that, no, that means he can walk is, around. That's, that word is so confusing. Ambulatory means that he's able to stand up and. Right. So I'll tell you a story about this. When he Jesus took my daughter Martin. to Disney just, World, just and, say he was walking yeah, around. Yeah. <laughs> gotta, always got to <laughs> use those ten cent <laughs> words. <laughs> well, we went to Disney. My daughter twisted her ankle because there might have been a mascot within a mile. She stepped <laughs> off a curb, so I had to push her on the park in a wheelchair. So we get to the front of the line, and this lady goes like, "Very." Is your daughter ambulatory? And my and Addie like just jumped out of the thing and like ran to the ride. I'm like, she's fine. She's totally fine. <laughs> so let's hope Taylor Hall is uh is as ambulatory as Addie was at Disney World. No, that's a good. Uh, that's a <laughs> it's good a good song. word though. Yeah, it's a good word. Well, it's and a then, good word, and then he follows it up with he says Athanasius seems to be walking fine. We'll just say that the first time. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, hey, it's, we're learning stuff. Come on, this is a full service show. You get a little time grammar to learn lesson. Words, yeah, English, English, less, English lessons within a post game show i'm surprised it was lazarus who used that word hey uh you know what's tough is finding good tickets at a good price well not anymore my friends you should not have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater events near you with killer last minute deals all in prices views from your seat and their best price guarantee game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets and i'm gonna bet you Bears tickets are getting real cheap right about now. Eventually. Another so couple weeks till check it out. You to take them. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a bunch of Hawks games coming up on the horizon, but like we're like more than 15% done with their road schedule already. So many games left. Most of the season will be at home. You get those last minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals. It's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. And they've got that lowest price guarantee, event cancellation protection, and job loss protection. So if you photocopy your butt and get fired for it, they'll give you your money back. That's it. So go ahead. Photocopy away. You're safe, at least with game time. You can see the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. And game time is obsessed with finding ways to help you save money on tickets. Check out those zone deals. You pick the section. Game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time download the game time app create an account use the code chgo for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem code chgo for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed you know before you make jokes about the bears they just took a 16 to 10 lead over the Panthers. we got a touchdown deontay foreman four yard commit four yard run so ah in your face. They still stink. Uh, it's the Panthers. <laughs> it's the team they should beat. Yes. The one and only. Um, hey, when you uh, save money on your sporting event tickets on game time, you could take that extra money, open up an account with our friends at Circa Sportsbook, mm-hmm. and retire early with all the money you're going to win. Play some bets with Circa Sportsbook. Do you know why you're going to win a lot of money there? Because they have tight money line splits and a low hold model. Games will strive to be at a minus 110 split on the Circa Sports menu, unlike other sports books, which may use minus 115 or minus 120. Boo. Boo is right. Circa keeps as little money as possible on large market bets, like futures or golf tournaments, stuff like that, especially compared to those other inferior books. They also, uh, Circa does not limit players based on their winnings. Every player has the same limits, unlike other books who do limit winning players. So if you get good, they're not going to say, no, you can't bet that much. They encourage bettors to download and explore all other betting apps available 
and compare the lines from each sports book, and then you'll return to Circa. <laughs> well, I, wait, stop laughing. <laughs> there are real people behind Circa Sports Brand who resolve issues in a timely fashion, unlike other sports books who use the dreaded chat box. Boo! All aspects Boo. of the app are being run by the same team that run the main Circa Sports Book. At Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. Chatbots probably use the word ambulatory. Probably. <laughs> Download the Circa Sports Illinois app at circasports.com slash Illinois app. That's circasports.com slash Illinois app to sign up today. Also be on the lookout for Circa events, watch parties, and tailgates, kind of like what they're doing over at Joe's on Wheat Street, which our Bears crew right now. Mm-hmm. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER, text GAMB to 833-234, or visit areyoureallywinning.com. Right. Tom F. has a comment for you right at the top there, Greg. Right? That's what we're laughing at. Yeah, well... <laughs> I'm not allowed to say that word on the show. You're not. Yeah, that's true. You paid. Tom paid ten dollars for me to never use that word on the show again. So if he's you, just yep. he's just rubbing it in, so to speak. So to speak. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Here's another Bedard postgame quote uh, via Ben Pope. All the points, I feel like other guys did great things and I got the benefit. It's obviously nice getting on the score sheet, but there's a lot that goes into it. It's nauseating. Huh? Dude, it's okay to be like, <laughs> I think I played pretty well today. Uh, I really want he him is. to just walk out one time and go, yeah, I'm not fucking good. Yeah. Deal with it. Put some sunglasses on. the old yeah. DX. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From Ryan Fraley in the chat, Bedard is really good. Bryce Young, really, really bad. Sure. Confirmed. Sure. I'll, I'll believe that. Yeah. Yeah. Bedard really is the guy that just selects the the team answer every time and be a pro. Like it's just, <laughs> yeah. just the the most uh, non-controversial. Not that it would be controversial to be like, yeah, I felt pretty good out there tonight. That's all. Like, if he said, if he after a four-point game was just like, I, I was, I was feeling pretty good tonight, and and, and it worked out. Teammates made some great plays, and uh, like something along those lines. But to just completely defer to like. Everything that happened for me tonight was someone else's doing. Was like, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> I just, yeah. One time, next time he has a four point game, I just want to be like, I should have had six point. Those guys suck out there. <laughs> Those lightning guys are overrated hacks. I should have had six. Well, yeah. here's the thing, too. And we've seen this a lot of the year. There's people that are trying to get to him. Yeah. There's people that are trying to get under his skin. We saw it with Brad Marchand earlier uh, in the year in both games against the Bruins tonight. It was Eric Chernak trying to get under Bedard's skin, hit him, made him bleed, got him a hit in the mouth. And it almost feels like when Bedard gets challenged like that, that it fires him up. Yeah. Like that power, that four-minute power play where Corey Perry got the goal, that looked like the Bedard hat trick goal. And wouldn't that yeah, have been, that been great. quite a thing? Like it was just, he's he has taken some hits. And we talked about in the preseason, and I said, how many times have you seen McDavid or Kane really get hit hard in their lifetime? A handful of times. We've seen a few with Bedard. Mm-hmm. So, but he plays a different game than Patrick Kane. He's a little more offensively involved to go into chase pucks, going in the corner, that sort of thing. But so far, he's bounced back pretty well. There have been a couple times this year where he's gotten up slowly. Yeah. And it was a little bit scary at the moment, but he just jumps right back on the ice and he's totally fine. Um, but it's something to keep an eye on. You know, you don't want to see him get hit as much. And I was a little bit, not to go full meatball on everybody, not to take a trip to Meatball Island, but once Chernak hits him once or twice, someone's got to get him. So, not like take a stick over, not Shorzy him, 
But someone's got to get in his wow. face and say something yeah. or hit him in a corner. There was not a lot of response. And we talked about this in the, uh, which game was that? Was it the, the Vegas game? The Vegas, Vegas game, game, the first one. Mm-hmm. And there wasn't a lot of response on that stuff. And it's something to keep an eye on. And, of course, Tenori was hurt at the time. Um, but, man, I don't know. I just, I don't like people. I, I think if you lay a hard hit on Connor Bedard, there needs to be an immediate response. There at least needs to be some some semblance of, you know, if it's not a, you know, hit that elicits a response, uh, you know, it's not egregious or anything, but it's it's borderline. Even if it's borderline, there needs to be some sort of, you're not doing that again, or you're going to have to deal with yeah. me from Perry or Felino or, yeah, I, you know, whoever. And Lebowski's right. The scoreboard is the best retaliation, right. and they scored and on the power play. Sure. I don't mind it after the Juno play because because, you because the four, penalty was called. A, you were getting a right. four-minute four penalty. Thank God Tampa Bay traded an entire draft to get Tanner Juno. Five picks for him. Fuck, that's so bad. Like, <laughs> hey. woof. Um, anyway, uh, but, yeah, but there was right before a break – um, the, it was only on the screen for a split second, but it was Cernak was on the ice, and there was you know the whistle blew, and you know they were hanging out around the boards, and Felino was in his face. He was saying okay. something to him, All right. and then it cut to the break right away, so we didn't get to see the whole thing. But it was Felino was definitely in his face saying something uh, late in the game. So it didn't go unnoticed, but Good. but when uh, you sure. they're going to see them again it, on Tuesday, exactly. Yeah. You're, 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 up, we're not five, you're up five to two. Don't take a dumb penalty. Just remember that number. I believe it's number eighty-one. We know it well in Chicago. Yeah. And the first chance you get to hit him hard and clean in the boards next Thursday night when they're in town, you do it. And if you got to lay on top of him for a second and whisper sweet nothings in his ear, that's Corey Perry's so job. So be it. Sure. Exactly. Give him the old ramp butt into the yeah. nutsack. That'll the butt whack attack. <laughs> the butt attack. Yeah, that's what you got to do. All right, uh, we've gotten, uh, what, almost a half hour into the show yet, and aside from talking about our four stars, um, we've not talked about Peter Mrazek. Yep. And he continues to be outstanding this season. And you can go on NHL.com and you can look at the stats and say they look pretty ordinary. But if you're watching the games, he is keeping the Hawks in games. He yeah. has been terrific. Most nights. Big saves tonight, um, and we've said it before, pretty much every offensive possession for Tampa felt like it was a scoring threat. And for a large portion of this game, I mean, yeah, they gave up three, but, like, it could have been – like, this this game could have been tied or or Tampa could have come back and won if Morazic wasn't on top of his game. And, and he had a, a tremendous uh, performance tonight. 45 uh, scoring chances tonight for the Tampa Bay Lightning. 16 high danger chances uh, tonight. They had an expected goals for uh, rating tonight at all situations, uh, 3.94. So basically they were expected to score four, and they scored three. So that is, I mean, that that's Mrazek coming up with a big save, uh, big save or two to, to keep what is expected to be a goal off the board. So, I mean, that's that that's a big performance from him tonight. And we talked about it coming into this season. We've, we've mentioned it a number of times uh, as, as the year has gone on so far. This team with just average goaltending is better than, than a lot of people are, are, are going to expect it to be. And Peter Morazic has not been a league average goaltender for, what, two, three years? And he's he's playing he's playing like one, and it sounds weird to say that's a compliment, but that is a compliment to be league average for for a player like him. And so, 
I'm, I'm happy for him because I know, you know, last season and, and the, you know, when he was in Toronto and everything, like, did not go the way that I think he had expected or hoped for things to go. Um, but he's had a really good year, had a really good night uh, tonight, and it's, 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 it's good for him. It's good for the Blackhawks, and it makes things interesting as you look around the league and see some teams in desperate need of goaltending. Makes it interesting that uh, that he's playing this well early on. Yeah, Peter Mraz has got a nine twenty one save percentage. You can't tell me the Edmonton Oilers don't want a nine twenty one save percentage. That's sixty point higher than their goalies. He's twelfth yeah. in save percentage amongst goalies with at least four starts this year. He's been incredible. Uh, every night he's given the team a chance to win. Um. And I'm happy for him because Peter Morazic is a really good guy. Yeah. Like, he's always in good spirits, always looking like he's having fun in the locker room. Even last year when he was, you know, f- fighting through various injuries. Easy guy to cheer for. Um, so I'm happy that uh, he's off to this great start. And, you know, if someone's calling, yeah, you got to take it. Yeah, you listen I mean, to you, it. You, 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 you got to take it. I mean, if he keeps this up through – the holidays, you've got yourself a trade chip. And this was a so. guy. This was a guy. Speaking of which, do you think the Toronto Maple Leafs would love Peter Morazic back right now? Yep. Samsonov, he's he's not good, and he's he's in, he's in his own head. He's breaking goalie helmets after repeatedly. Uh, yeah, well, because he keeps getting pulled. He's, yeah, he's no damn good this year. Still early, but you know that was this was a guy that was given to you. With a first. With a first. Take our first pick. round pick to just take this guy off our hands. And now you may be able to get something pretty good for him at, at the trade down if he keeps this up. That's a big if. You already got Sam Renzel. It's a big, yeah. <laughs> but imagine getting a second or third rounder for him. If he keeps this 921 going, yeah. someone's going to want him. And look, I mean, if you still have teams that like Toronto, who are just talented enough to probably remain in the playoff race as the season goes on, and Edmonton, who is going to get better than they've been. Well, um, maybe. We'll see. <laughs> if they lose to the Sharks tonight, whoo! Something's happening if they, if they lose to the Sharks. Started. But yeah, you, you, what I'm, the point being is you can get to, like, a bidding war yeah. with for Peter Morazic. That game hasn't started yet. The, no? The it was a 9 o'clock. Shark Oil, 9.30. Oh, 9.30. I'll be listening to that one on the way home. That'll Probably. be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's been terrific and oh yeah, you got a first round pick for him. By the way, reminder, Tuesday at two 30, we're going to have Drew Camesso on the show. Speaking of goalies. So don't miss that. Uh, maybe he'll be here sooner than we thought. If uh, Peter Morazic gets traded, yeah, who knows? We'll ask him about that. Have you been watching Peter Morazic <laughs> and are you hoping he gets traded? <laughs> yeah. Are you enjoying Rockford? Yeah. What's not to enjoy? That'll be fun. Peter, uh, Drew Camesso two thirty on Tuesday. Uh, courtesy of our pals at the Ice Hogs, who yeah. uh, are off to a really good start. Camezzo and uh, the Ice Hogs. Yeah, it's good to doing, see that. Doing pretty sure. well. We had a super chat. Have we? We haven't addressed this one yet. No, I can't read not. it from there. I can read it for Go you. Go for it, Kevin. Thomas Salata, four ninety nine. Isn't there an extra spot for the moms because <laughs> Entwistle's mom wasn't there? Question mark. Hashtag keep the bit going. Uh, yeah, they someone had, tagged him in a tweet today. <laughs> they had, I think I saw a, a fifty Entwistle on an empty chair um, with a spotlight yeah, on it. Yeah. No, they brought in the the head of the Saint Gordy <laughs> orphan orphanage for future hockey players. 
That's uh, she was there in attendance tonight. <laughs> they should do. I saw somebody with a Halloween costume of like the ghost Anakin Skywalker. So oh, it's yeah. like a Jedi costume, but they found like blue mesh and just like put it over him. So it looked like he was glowing. Oh, well. do it with uh, Aunt Whistle's mom. She's got to be in on a joke by now. I'd imagine he, he's so. in on it. He, we, he knows they, about they, it. They both of his actual living parents. He does have actual. His dad. They both follow. Allegedly. His dad responded to one of one of my jokes and was like, Go and sweet. said like, like good joke or something. It's a bot. AI bot. <laughs> Probably. It's a chat bot. Yeah, yeah exactly. Rosie. Yeah. It's Rosie. <laughs> oh, I love Rosie. <laughs> the one I keep. The one I keep around. Uh, you want to update the four stars? Because it's, uh, might be time to call this one already. Should we call it. I wonder who's winning. Probably not the guy that I voted for. Uh, Seth Jones, who I voted for, is that's not who, winning. That's who mm. I voted for. Uh, tw- played half the game, but screw him. He makes a million dollars too much. We're Hawks fans. Uh, he got 10% <laughs> of the vote. Philip Kurashev with 22. And Kevin Korchinski Ayo. with hey. 66% of the vote. Go. One shot goes off a uh, stick, uh, a skate, and you're the, you're the fourth star of the game. Speaking of our favorite orphan, First my goal. favorite part of the Korchinski goal was how excited Mackenzie yes. Atwistle was about it. Yeah. He was like, oh, oh, oh. He like couldn't speak. He was like, look, <laughs> look at the puck. I got to get the puck. He was so excited to get the puck out of the net for Korchinski. That's he, awesome. He, he looked like me when I got a Nintendo uh, on Christmas <laughs> in 1987. <laughs> yeah. Didn't know what to do. I was just so yeah. excited. Did you wet your pants. That's yes. awesome. That's awesome, though, for uh, Korchinski. First uh, NHL goal. With your mom in the crowd. Mom in the crowd. It's it's, it's awesome. a good experience, obviously. Um, well, let's, let's spend some time on Korchinski after we take this quick break here. Uh, because he's just been really damn good all year, and I yeah. feel like we've gotten caught up in like the Bedard stuff and the stories of the game. So let's stretch our legs on Korchinski a little bit here coming up. Yeah, and if you want to get some high premium content on Kevin Korchinski, the Blackhawks, Blackhawks prospects, you want to become a CHGO diehard. Because in addition to our live free post-game shows and daily podcasts you're gonna get premium written content from members only at all chgo.com not not just including jay's blackhawks beat newsletter mario and i do the rebuild report every week it's all chicago teams you're gonna get some great stuff from our bears guys our bulls guys cubs socks plus 20 percent off all events uh we had our last bears tailgate party today uh, Mike Singletary showed up. Yeah, and do it. I mean, if Mike Singletary is showing up to CHGO events, that's telling well, you they're, they're, they're can't miss. And you get 20% off all events. And Brian Kulacker is there with him right now. I don't know who that is. Oh, the, oh, the hair lacquer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that guy, that guy's dead to me. Uh, anyway, they... He's uh, there, though. You get 20% off of all events, so... Those of you who are lucky enough to grab those takeover tickets, you save 20%, but we'll be doing more of those those things along the way. Plus, we got dope merch for all of our teams. Oh, we yeah. got our 98C 8-bit, maybe 16-bit shirt, depending on what age group you belong <laughs> to. Uh, we've got the future league design. We've still got our legendary 81 available, our captain shirt. Mm-hmm. Or you can just get the super cool chgo blackhawks logo shirt the og the original shirt got the hats they we got hats in now jay's wearing the uh trucker hat i've got yep. that one coming in uh laser dad hat Did you drive your truck today there's a wouldn't have mattered. Did. it didn't go very far yeah. no matter where you drove um plus you get a free shirt or hat when you become a member and you get one every time you renew <coughs> at the end of a year you get another one and you get access to the members only discord lounge 
Lots of the our regulars here in the uh, post game chats also hang out at Discord, so check it out. It's a lot of fun. Uh, not only the twenty percent off all of our events, but you also get twenty percent all of our merch. Mm -hmm. That's all year round, and you can give a membership away as a present. I hear there's some holidays coming up. So. Mm, a number of them. Yes, and if you have a sports fan in your life that you don't know what to get, get them a CHGO diehard membership, and they're going to get that box sent to them right there that comes with all kinds of goodies, stickers, a membership card, their free shirt or hat. It's like the Jelly of the Month Club. It's the gift that keeps on giving <laughs> all year long. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know the gift that also keeps on giving all year long? Is delicious Goose Island beer as Jay slurps another sip out of his 312. I think it was a little warm. <laughs> There's the honkers. Uh, CHGO is proudly supported by the Goose Island Beer Company. They have been Chicago's beer since 1988, and they have a tremendous year-round beer roster for you to choose from and enjoy, including the Full Pocket Pills, the everyday beer that the Goose Island beer brewers are drinking. Uh, you have the entire family of Beer Hug IPAs and Jay's drink of choice tonight, the 312, the Golden Can, the Wheat Ale, the staple of Goose Island's year-round roster. And, of course, <clears throat> you have their delicious seasonals and the Christmas IPA. Going to be hitting the shelves pretty soon here as we get close to Christmas time. And uh, if you want to celebrate a Blackhawks win, crack open a nice, delicious Blackhawks Pale Ale. And uh, you can get all of these ultra-fresh brewery-exclusive beers and more when you go to Goose Island's original brew house on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park, or you can go to their tap room on Fulton Street in Westtown. Again, that's the Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's Beer. Korchinski. Kevin Korchinski, our four-star of the night. Not his first one, either. I know no. he's got at least two, maybe three this at, at this point. at second, for sure. Yeah, yeah he's... He's been good. He's been I, good you know... We talk a lot about, and this is something that a scout told me years ago, that you know you can watch these young defensemen play, and they might look okay on the surface, but under the surface they're really floundering and really struggling. That might be true with Korczynski, but I'm not seeing any signs of that. Yeah. The pass he made today, unfortunately it was Connor Murphy. <laughs> it was a three-line pass on the tape, through the, like right through center ice, beautiful pass, uh, the pass he gave to Bedard the other night for that goal was yeah. unbelievable. Mm -hmm. He's got great vision. Obviously, the speed is there. A lot of people are stumping for him to get time on the first power play unit. He did a little bit later in the game today, and lo and behold, they got a couple chances with him. Yeah. Um, I know I'm not. I like Seth Jones. Seth Jones has been effective on the power on the power play. I think, but at some point, he's going to force himself into that role. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I I wouldn't. Here's the thing. If Seth Jones and Kevin Korczynski were to flip flop, I don't think you're you're losing anything from either of them. I think Seth Jones with the second unit would be totally fine. I don't know how he would feel about it being kind of quote unquote demoted, but I think he would he would be fine playing there in in that role. And I think Korczynski would be would be would excel in that as well. Are they both playing well in their roles now? Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I I don't think there's anything that Seth Jones has done that is. Uh, worthy of being pulled from that top power play spot. But to Kevin Korchinski's credit, he's played really well uh, in the second power play role, um, well enough to have that, you know, discussion of should he be on the top power play. I think we'll see it at some point this this season where they, they flip-flop 
power play units, but I think both of them have been pretty effective. Um, eventually, Kevin Korchinski is going to be your power play one quarterback. Yeah. Eventually. And yeah. I would think, given that Seth Jones's contract has got, what, six more years, seven more years on it, um, it'll happen when he's still on this team. Yeah. That Korchinski will eventually be the power play one um, quarterback. But, I mean, you, you look at his numbers tonight. Uh, at five on five, Kevin Korchinski had the second highest shot shots for percentage at 72 point seven three percent eight shots for three against um he was on the ice for three goals uh four one goal against at five on five um i mean he just he had he had a tremendous game and i think you 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 hear about it from luke richardson throughout this season um it's it just seems like it's a a glowing um what's the word i'm looking for i can't think of it ambulatory uh it's it's just it's it's good it's 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 positive from luke richardson all year about about korchinski and it seems like all of the um concerns or or cautions that people might have had about him as a rookie defenseman i don't think there's anything that says that he's in a position to be struggling I think he's. I think right now, as a 19-year-old defenseman, he's playing as best as you could expect. Oh, he's yeah. exceeded my expectations. There's yeah. no doubt. Um, back to the power play thing. Here's the biggest reason why I keep <coughs> Seth Jones on power play one. Seth Jones may be the best. He's definitely the best on the team. Is one of the best in the league at keeping the puck in the zone. Yeah. Yeah. Every night, there's at least one or two plays where we're like, "Wow, great keep." And that's what you want back there. Not only a guy that can shoot, but if you got Connor Bedard on the ice, you want to keep the puck in the zone, right? Right. So I don't. I'm not saying Kevin Korchinski can't do that, or he's bad at the keeps, but that's that's a very underrated talent, a, yeah. especially on the power play. Is not letting the puck get behind you and having to come out of the zone and reset it and take twenty seconds off the power play. Seth Jones is so good at that. That's why I think he needs to stay on the top power play unit. But I don't disagree with what you're saying about if you swap them out, neither one, it's not going to make things worse, better, anything like that. Um, but that's my biggest reason for keeping Seth Jones on power play number one is his ability to keep plays alive. Yeah. Um, Nate in the chat is asking about the the, the big blue lines. Um, when we talk about the, the hockey stack cards, uh, I'm going to go on, on the limb that they set a record for the youngest player with the longest blue line. <laughs> so I just checked the, the longest blue line the other night in the devil's game was Curtis Lazar. And he was like 3.28 was his game score. Mm -hmm. Connor Bedard's game score was 5.34. Oh, that might be the biggest game score I've seen. Jeez. That, I mean, that's insane. That's impressive. Um, I, you know what I want to do? Nick I'm, Foligno was uh, almost at four. Let me see here. Nick Foligno, I can't read that. It's too small. But so I'm looking yeah. at the the four nothing loss the Hawks had to the Avalanche, where the Avalanche just toyed with them for 60 minutes. Yeah. The highest rated uh, Avalanche was Tomas Tatar slash Gustav Nyquist. Uh, <laughs> 2.95 was the game score. That was the highest rated player for either team. Yeah. Connor Bedard was a, what, 5.38, I said, yeah. in this game. And it uses a combination of analytics and stats and all these sort of things to build a game score. Mm -hmm. uh, it is uh, That is as big of a score as I've seen all year long. 
That's crazy. That is very five point three four. Seventeen. Uh, let's see. Two goals, two assists. Individual expected goal was point six four. That is huge. The next closest was point five two. Felino, and then Connor Murphy point oh eight. I mean, it's it's just it's wild. It, yeah. It's it's he Bedard had yeah. a great game. Seems like a perfect segue into Connor's corner, doesn't it? It really does. Here's it the does sound like a, I just want, oh oh, let's save it. Need the music. I was just going to say, four of the top ten single-game performances this season based on game score for the Blackhawks happened tonight. Connor Bedard, 5.34. Nick Foligno, 3.88. Those are number one and number two. Number eight, Connor Murphy, 2.47 tonight. And number nine this season, Philip Kurashev, 2.34 tonight. Previously, the best was Philip Kurashev, uh, 2.83 on November 4th. Damn. All right, let's re-enter. Hit that music. There you go. You got it. There we go. People dig it. People got upset when that got cut off. It's okay. Tell Kevin how mad you are and smash that like button. It's a busy Connor's corner tonight. (laughs) Hey, we've got we got Kevin subbing tonight. Who's 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 killing it? Doing a great job. Let's not not get mad at the at the substitute. Yeah, we're hanging tough. His dulcet tones are missed on WGN. (laughs) Uh, Two goals, two assists, five shots on goal. For Connor Bedard, we just discussed uh, all the numbers in depth, but just a really great game, and and we're seeing him every game look better and better and better. Aside from the five shots, four more shot attempts, got credit with a hit. Faceoffs, not great, won three and lost eight. But look, if you're going to put together a game like he put together, fine. You can put two fine. Goal, two goals, four points. You can lose a hundred faceoffs. I wouldn't care. <laughs> Here's my question. Yeah. If he had an opportunity at the empty net, would he have taken it for the hat trick? No, I don't think so. I don't, <laughs> I don't think, think so. he would have. <laughs> or he would have been pissed about it. No he way he would want. It to somebody. He was no way he would want his first NHL hat trick to come on an empty net goal. I would no, think not. I mean, no, he hated it he that his first preseason it. goal was empty. Yeah, and that goal didn't even count. Right. I like he would he would have been like, I don't want to do this, and he would turn and pass it to like Connor Murphy. It's like Luke says though, end the game. If yeah. you have a chance yeah. to end the game, yeah, end the game, do the team thing. But yeah, I think he would have. If there was any opportunity to make a pass on that play, I think he would have done it. But I also think he wants to balance out the goals and assists a little bit. Maybe. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's not just a shooter. He's so. not just a shooter. Do so not got, tell him He's got to have some assists, too. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got to declare our winner, too, for... Uh, oh, uh, one more thing to add to Connor's corner. Oh, yeah. Uh, as the Blackhawks just tweeted it out, he got the chain tonight. Well, of course, you know, a lot of people wear the chain, and I just someone just handed me the chain, and the chain's not my fault, and I'm going to give it to everybody else. I, 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 it took a lot of people, it took a lot of work to get this chain passed over four stalls to me. I thank those guys. For I want to thank the Cuba Zirconia people for putting it together, uh, and the the chain makers. Yes, uh, well deserved. I don't know if what it was going to take for him to get the chain, but yes, well deserved. Given to him, by the way, by Taylor Hall. Who seems to look okay? He's smiling. Doesn't yep, look he's definitely ambulatory. ambulatory. Definitely he ambulatory. Am- he ambulatored his way across the <laughs> locker room. Oh, that's getting put into the CHGO Blackhawks lexicon as well as <laughs> firm. Remember when firm was a thing for a couple oh, of weeks? Oh, firm, firm's, firm's always a thing. I'm not allowed to say it. <laughs> you say it once and you never can say it again. It's BS. <laughs> All right. Well, guess who won Who's Your Hawk? Ah. You'll never guess. I'll tell you who it wasn't. Once again, <laughs> not me. Your guy hurt himself. I had Taylor Hall, who would have won had he not sure. get hurt. He had three yeah. or four goals still in him. Uh, Greg had uh, Tyler Johnson. 
He also did not win. So the winner tonight goes to maybe well, it'll fit you with your uh with your wool hat on. Mario Tirabasi with his seventh win of the season already. You are the Vegas Golden Knights. I feel, I feel like your the Hawk. Vegas you are the Knights. Vancouver Canucks. I am the San Jose Sharks. <laughs> no, you're, more like, you're, nah, more, you're the Oilers. You're more like the Oilers. <laughs> you actually have. But a, were there expectations for me? Damn, there shouldn't hurts. have been. Yeah, I. Uh, Everybody wants you to win, Greg, because well, you look so good in the helmet. Yeah, I know. It's because I got. The, it's because I got the lettuce. I got the. Yes, flow. exactly. Um, that, that was made for you. Air. I had it all wrapped up until they gave up that 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 third goal because yeah. Tyler Johnson had the game winning goal at that point, and that would have given well, the win. That, to me. Wouldn't that have made it tied? Right, and then we decide which one is more important, and obviously a game winning goal is more important. Oh, than I thought we goal. I thought we went to the the score sheet for well, the tiebreak. Sure. Well, either way, doesn't matter. Whatever. Now. I'm happy. I picked the guy that scored a goal. Stop slurping your beer. That's what she Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, like, uh, I gotta say Every time yeah. I hear that noise, I think of uh, <laughs> I think of Home Alone with with uh, Fulton or Fuller or whatever. Oh his yeah, name, drinking the. Pepsi. I'm probably gonna wet the bed later. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, man, that, it's it's just, it's so fun to have games like this where we can just kind of kick back and have fun and. Yeah. Talk about a victorious oh. hockey game and like not it, it didn't feel like one of those uh yeah, they won, but they shouldn't have games. Right. Like, yeah, yeah, Tampa was better overall. Tampa Tampa was but they better hung right they, there. They 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 put a a Tampa effort on them and, and even at five two, it wasn't like, oh, this game's wrapped up. You're just like, All right, let's, you know, hang on a little bit. And as we talked about, you know, Peter Morazic was was able to have a, a huge game and keep that lead intact. And um I wouldn't say they took their foot off the gas after getting out to the to the four two lead after the first period and extending it to five two. Um I think it's I think it was a sustained effort. So yeah, I mean it's it's a great game. I hope we have a couple more of these this year. When you saw the lightning pissed at the end of the game. Oh yeah. Hedman takes an interference. Should have been his second one in the, in like two minutes. Gets another for abusive officials. That's the official he term. Must have, he must have said something. That might be in a su- suspension for him. You ever you ever seen uh, Major League or not Major League Bull Durham? Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Must have called him. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Sorelli gets a ten minute misconduct. That should have been Sergachev by the way because he's yeah, he's he, blasted the puck down the shot the puck right off the boards. Bunch um, of but yeah, babies. Like they were definitely <laughs> not just babies. like eh, whatever Upset. you know whatever yeah. happens. Full diaper on number seventy seven. For obviously, it was a blatant interference call, and he got away. He with got away one several. on Kershev, like the shift before yes. that. Kershev like flipped the puck out of the zone and went to go skate, and he literally just stood there and hit him. That is not allowed. And he argued the holding penalty he got earlier in the game when he clearly had like, dude, yeah. you can't choke slam like, someone, Kane. Stop, like Kane, the wrestler. I mean, I, here I am complaining about Victor Hedman complaining about penalties when Jonathan Taves, in his mm-hmm. head, never committed a single penalty in his no, career. No, that's that was a center square and a bingo card. Mm-hmm. Palms up, Jonathan Taves. FYI, had the Lightning not scored that third goal, I just looked over the total stats. Because Tyler Johnson had a block shot and Corey Perry didn't, I would have won the tiebreaker. Ah. So screw that last goal. Screw you, future Blackhawks, Steven Stamkos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Victor Hedman and those guys, I guess over time you earn that benefit of the doubt. If it's 
Hedman and Kurashev in the place close. Hedman's going to get that call every time. But that last one, they could not deny. They no. could have probably given him a slash on he that, too. He slashed him right yeah. in the face. Yeah. Like, it was a dangerous play. Yeah. The Kurashev one was kind of harmless because he just impeded his progress, which is illegal, but it wasn't. The Felino one, he, he slashed him up high and got him in the f- – like, that was a dangerous play. Yeah. yeah. That was a douchebag move. Yeah. Cry more. All right, uh, we're going to wrap the show up. We appreciate you being with us, but before we do, want to remind you to head over to FOCO. I don't know how many more of those Bedard-Makita combo bobbleheads are left, but you better jump on. There were only 144 made. We bought one of them, so at most, there's 143 left. I bet you there's less than that. I would bet so, too. Get fitted out in the best sports gear around, hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. It is football season. Get your warm weather, no, your cold weather gear <laughs> to stay warm at Bears games, so the copy still says baseball season, so I gotta, I gotta kind of wing it on the fly. Foco has donated a few awesome pieces for our set as well, like a lot of the bobbleheads you see here, some of the other decor we've got. If you got a man cave, a she shed, whatever you decorate with sports gear, Foco is the place to do it. They've got everything you need to do that, as well as great licensed merch. Check out Foco.com or click the link in our description below. And for all non pre sale items, use the promo code CHGO. For 10% off. Do we have any super chats remaining? Yeah, we got two more. Let's start with Alan K here. Um, he's got two separate comments, but this is, am I the only one who thinks Hedman <laughs> j- looks just like the... Vigo the Carpathian from Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2. 2. No, I, I had not thought of that until now, and yes. No, I think he looks of. more like a long-lost... Um, <laughs> what's his face, brother? The Thor guy. What are their, what's their last Ragnarok? name? Ragnarok. What's Couldn't the, say that with a straight face. What's the actor who plays Thor? Oh, oh, um, um, Hemsworth. 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 He looks yeah. like a Hemsworth. Yeah. I've been told that about myself. <laughs> By who? Myself. Um, more of the beer. <laughs> Keep slurping there, big guy. Doctor Horror <laughs> Show. <laughs> Dangle God, this one's for you. Sign Kane. Oh yeah, because right. he's, he's, he's on his bachelor party. party. He yeah. was there in person. No excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could YouTube on a cell phone. That's true. Maybe he's. Maybe. We can't work the cell phone. <laughs> uh, hopefully. It's his bachelor party. He got to see Connor Bedard's first. Yeah, I'm sure he's having game. a great time. I hope he's living it up mm-hmm. with all the pirates down there. Yar. Yeah, and thanks to a bunch of new people in the chat. I know Lucy's been here before, but a newish person. We saw, some, uh, we saw a bunch of new names saw in somebody, here Somebody, I think it was LS or PS. Someone that said they were watching. Wherever they are, it's 4 a.m. where they're watching. Wow. Thank what, you. Nice. And I saw Brendan in there introducing himself to people. Yes. So mm-hmm. Great to see. Hey, the more the merrier. And we, hey. had almost 300, we had almost 300 viewers at one point while the Bears were playing. That's great. And, hey, this is a great time as the Hawks win and the uh, water cooler conversation continues about the Hawks. Let your friends know about us. Yeah. Word of mouth as our greatest, greatest friend, as our five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and like button smashes. So do that, too, on your way out. We'd appreciate that. All right, we're going to be back Sunday with a pregame show. What time does puck drop Sunday? I haven't looked that far. 11.30 pregame. pregame. Beautiful. Brunch Brunch hockey. Awesome. So we'll talk to you Sunday, 11.30 pregame, then postgame on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. (laughs) 